1: Pod Save the Queen!
0: Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. It is a new year and it is a new era for the royal family, really, after Harry and Meghan basically quit... Last night, Russell had just got back from his holidays. Welcome back, Russell. Hello, Russell Myers, Royal Editor at the Daily Mirror. I am still your host, Anne Gripper. I'm clearly so overwhelmed by the uh, events of the last few hours that I've forgotten to introduce myself. I am still my I am still myself. I haven't resigned being myself. (laughs) Um, So you know, originally this this episode was meant to be a little bit of a look back over Christmas and a little bit of a look ahead to the new year. It was going to be jolly, wasn't it? It was going to be jolly. Yeah, Yeah, no, none of the uh, the the Grinch. Of Christmas, Susie Boniface back on the uh, back on the show, which uh, <laughs> a she, lady
1: after my own heart. She
0: uh, she uh, caused a few uh, interesting uh, interest for different people, and oh, no. um, although we did have a lot of very exciting Brussels sprouts recipes I've from been the Americans this from afar, which has yep. uh, which has fascinated me. But more serious matters of state, really, um, to go through today. But I'm just going to do the very rapid summary of what's happened in between times so Christmas in a minute, is uh, Prince Philip went to the hospital. He got better in time for Christmas. Hurrah, this is good. Prince Andrew went to the morning church, didn't go to the main church. Princess Charlotte did and did a fabulously cute curtsy. Uh It was lovely. Um, The Queen said some things on Christmas Day, like she always does. And uh, Harry and Meghan had a lovely time in Canada, got a bit cross when people wrote about them being there, released a lovely picture of Prince Archie, Prince Archie. Prince Archie. See, I've, I mean, I've yeah. upgraded him. I know they're trying to like they're trying to quit this stuff, and I've just made him Prince Archie. Well, he is, isn't he? He 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 was a little princely. He looked very very cute in their uh, royal review of the he year. Did. It was and lovely card. Everybody was happy and excited. Harry and Meghan came back. Oh, one thing I should mention is the Earthshot Prize, which is exciting, and we will definitely come back to that definitely. in the future. Yep. That Prince William has launched. Yep. Um. That will definitely merit further inspection, but um. I'm going to start with some of the comments that have come in in reaction to last night's news. Bombshell news. Bombshell news. So let's hear what, I mean, thank you to everybody who got in touch. Here are just a few of the comments that people have been leaving for us. So, Jennifer meet so many questions at Podsafe. I hope you have all the time for a lengthy recording session. Well... Russell is a man in demand at the moment so uh, I haven't slept he hasn't slept he had literally got off a plane yeah. tell uh, us that. Well, what, uh,
1: well I came back from holiday yesterday uh, and as I stepped off the plane well actually I was, I was stepping onto a train from the plane my phone lit up like a Christmas tree and I I thought that this could be only one thing obviously it had been rumoured that the Sussexes were going to put out a statement there was a lot of chatter about whether they were potentially moving to Canada after their holiday and the visit to Canada House that, that you know left everybody a bit bemused as to why they were there and then they've put out a statement saying that they were essentially quitting their royal roles as they stand at the moment. They were um, going to step back from being senior members of the royal family. They are going to have financial independence which whatever that means at the moment. That
0: is something we will definitely be coming back to. It's a very grey
1: area at the moment and they are going to be splitting their time between the UK and North America which we understand to be Canada Um, and who knows how this is going to work out? I don't think they even know at the moment. It seems as they've launched this uh, this website with uh, lots of fanfare, lots of potential detail about how it could work. Um, and yet not told the Queen or other senior members of the royal family, which has caused not only deep concern, but, you know, absolutely. um I think, you know, absolute sadness, I, th- I think, from, from from the senior members of the royal family. And um, you know, rage, really. This has come at a, a time where they thought that they had really tried to help Harry and Meghan bring them back into the fold. There was concern about how they um, did the ITV documentary, how they looked very fragile, and it seems as though... They've gone away, and they have decided against coming back, coming into the fold, and are and are now going it alone.
0: So, one of the things we're going to try and do in this episode is answer very many of your questions and clarify some things. I think, as Russell has said, there is a lot that still is very unclear and is going to be worked out in the fullness of time. But we will do our best. And the first thing I would like to clear up, um, because there was quite a lot of pushback when I was commenting on social media last night. Um, promoting comments that said we understand that members of the royal family were not told so to me that is fact understand is like a code word to um to say you know we have we have been told this we can't tell you who told it to us but i am confident in telling you that this is what happened so you know how how firmly do we know what happened behind the scenes in terms of who knew who didn't know any conversations that had had happened previously well
1: i I mean as uh, the people that i've spoken to have been left absolutely aghast at what's happened The, the, the draw dropping statement that um was delivered without sanction from uh you know the queen or senior members of the royal family uh certainly charles and william are um, saddened by the state of affairs, I think that they had both personally worked hard to bring Harry and Meghan back into the fold. Relations were, you know, really, really strained uh, in the last sort of six months of the year last year, and um, it looked as though there had been um, attempts to, to to try and patch up what, what happened uh, but after the uh, the ITV documentary I think that there was serious concern about their welfare and it seems as though they've taken this decision to um, hit the nuclear button on their royal careers they are certainly being advised by people who have um, zero understanding of how the royal family has worked in in previous times and arguably some people will say that that is you know potentially refreshing they want these progressive roles um you know I, i'm not totally against this uh, how it how it could work i think well, we've talked about it before I, mean, I i said you know yeah. it was
0: lovely that william and kate had their cottage in yep. in anglesey and then in norfolk yeah, they need and they some could space. they could work out what their life was and so i think for me it's that they've just they've just gone straight all in yeah rather and, uh, than th- rather than we want to take some time out yep. and work things out and do a sort of be part-time royals which William and Kate were they yes. weren't they, weren't, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, not yeah, sort of yeah. on the senior royal yeah. rotor if you like
1: and also by by you know they, they can step away from receiving the taxpayer funds which they've been you know heavily criticized over the reservations of Frogmore um but let's not get into get into that I think that what this boils down to is a, a breakdown of a family relationship and two people who have s- thought that they've had no option but to you know Pull the trigger on their relationship with their family, and that's the real concerning part here. That they have, you know, gone against the Queen's wishes. The Queen would obviously want to keep everything in house to try and formulate a plan of how this could work. Certainly, Buckingham—the the, the statement put out yesterday by Buckingham Palace—is Buckingham Palace was two sentences long, and it spoke of you know challenge like the challenging environment that would obviously been created and how this would obviously take some time. Well, they didn't know that this was happening, and yet Harry and Meghan publish this very fancy website about how they see their new royal royal roles working, and and it's just left everyone absolutely dumbfounded.
0: Do you think they brought their announcement forward because... There was, so there was a front page story in yeah, the Sun newspaper y- yeah, yesterday saying that it, this was going to essentially saying this was going to happen, and you know, fair play to them for having that Absolutely. exclusive Listen, story. It's a
1: good scoop. And but there's been a lot of chatter about this for for, for many months now, and um, I think they th- they made the decision. Um, I think it's slightly coincidental to to be honest, but they made the decision there um, to to announce this in the new year. They'd come up with this plan to have this bit of a charm offensive with the, at Canada House on I forgot what day. What day is it? Thursday? Um, <laughs> today is Thursday. Thursday. So that's, yes. Yeah, a couple and of so days ago. Tuesday, you know, they had this big charm offensive at Canada House where everybody was sort of like, you know, shaking their heads, didn't really know what what they were there for. And then obviously the rumour mill started that they were going to, um,
0: to um, hand in their resignations, as it were. So, I mean, you know, I quite often go into the new year. It's like, yes, new year, I'm going to change things up. I'm going back to work energised and I'm going to do all of these things that I've been planning. But... Yeah, to come to come straight back, bang bang bang, and oh yeah, we're off. It was quite extraordinary. Um, I'm just going to share one of the yes. um, particularly um, interesting comments that I found on the on our Instagram, shared by um, Bridget Baker, who's co-founder of CNBC. Um, who said it could have been handled way better setting aside the substance of the announcement the approach was weak and manipulative it smacks of leveraging their hand emoji i guess leveraging their elbow if you like unnecessarily imagine how different it would have played if harry had said the exact same things standing with his brother and father and maybe his gran
1: Uh, this is the whole thing right and it's all about like i've just mentioned the the way this has been handled there is a breakdown of a family relationship here and then the bizarre thing is this happens over christmas with a lot of families doesn't it you know people God, fighting over politics. oh dear but you know that that this this for me is is a really sad state of affairs and i do worry about who they're taking advice from This. a I, I'm all for this. I do think it could work as a, as a progressive role. As you know, certainly, William, uh, so Charles, and William have discussed having a slimmed down version of the royal family. Harry's no fool. He knew that this would go, go happen. But what was the rush to do this? There was, you know, uh, it, it's not that the Queen has passed away. There is a, you know, a huge rush, constitutional change, and suddenly their position was going to change within the, within the monarchy. And even if they thought that they wanted to get ahead of the curve they didn't need to do it in this way that shows you really at the very core the huge breakdown of the relationships here which is very very sad
0: and i think i feel like there's quite a lot of um naivety in some in some bits of the announcement possibly and one of the interesting things that i've seen um discussed on probably more on twitter actually is that reaction almost to their decision it partly boils down to do you think harry and Meghan is more important or is the institution of the monarchy more important and that's i think quite i think there are quite a lot of royal fans prince harry fans even Meghan fans who are quite conflicted about this situation because they do want harry and yeah. Meghan to be happy and it has been clear that you know we've dis- we've discussed it various times over certainly the latter the second half of last year that they weren't finding their royal roles Mm. fitting them quite how they wanted them to or how they felt comfortable and that was providing fulfillment and
1: definitely i mean they've got they've got this huge global uh, standing they can turn their hand to anything it would seem at the moment and they and it's going to be a success um the charities the patronages they have a huge um standing to, to to make these this these things happen but I, I just think that the people who are advising them are putting into their head that you have the opportunity to set yourself free of the stuffiness and in the institution of the royal family. Whereas, you know, it, it does work the royal vi- the royal vehicle. There are you know charities who benefit hugely from their altruistic. Um, endeavors and i think that what uh, what i have real concern with is that if they are releasing themselves you know to be financially independent then it really it opens up the potential to, to muddy the waters of working with big corporations. Look how it went for for Edward when he tried to launch his T V pr- production career. It was you know, it absolutely flopped. There was huge issues with that. And then you've got like all the issues with Fergie and she's you know jumping into bed with, with anyone who was offering money to, to, to do book deals or whatever. So well, it's even huge Prince An-
0: like Prince Andrew's work yeah. never mind the you know, the whole that Epstein question, which we also discussed at yeah. length last year. Um but the his kind of work and his how his relationship with business was and kind of how he used his royal role or using the palace for was it Pitch at the palace yes. and all that sort kind of thing it was always that question and I think you know we've mentioned before that part of the difference maybe for uh, people in the u k versus people outside the u k looking at the royal families of us feeling like that's our money that they are mm. spending or they are leveraging mm. and I think certainly a lot of the reaction and the chatter that I've heard. Um, and seen on you know fine we all live in our little filter Mm. bubbles and Mm. i'm in a i'm in a london newsroom and the people i follow on twitter are a mixture of royal people and and whatever people who i would meet in um more in the uk but the the money question and the way you know that idea you know we're going to be independent financially independent Mm. being the phrase when actually you know, I kind of said, uh, you, you know, you, co- you go to dad and say, dad, I'm going to be financially independent. Absolutely. But I'm still going to live in that house uh, that granny's course. given me. Yeah. And I still want the mo- the Absolutely. pocket money I that you give, give me. me well. I just don't want that bit that, that comes from granny with the strings attached.
1: He's, he's not going to go, you know, and become a banker and earn his own money or, you know, suddenly um, go and train and do something else. They're using their raw connections to make money. And this is a real issue. And who are the people who normally have you know very 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 wealthy standings in the world there are big corporations big businesses or some you know potentially some people who have um you know clouded histories and and who's doing the due diligence now when they haven't got the whole vehicle of the royal family behind them and they've only got potentially um you know profit driven companies behind them like you know that their their pr arm that they're using in the states or um other advisors that they're taking on
0: So comments from our readers on the money question. Mallory Drake says, it doesn't seem very independent, still getting their salary from the Duchy of Cornwall, keeping Frogmore and keeping security, only giving up the sovereign grant, which they only rate as 5% of their income. Does this seem to you like they're keeping the perks and ditching the work? Mary Crescenti, what does it mean for all the money the taxpayers invested in the Frogmore renovations if they aren't staying there? Um sharon Ann, how do they plan on being financially independent? Will they stop taking any funds from the British royal family and by extension the British taxpayers? At the moment, it sounds like they're removing the parts of royal life they don't like or is negatively impacting them, but keeping all the fun good parts of being a royal. Even by continuing as Sussex Royal, they are try- trading off their royal connections. How many do- investors and donators will become involved in their charity just to be in line with royalty? Doesn't sound that independent to me.
1: And this is the thing, people scrabbling to, to now, you know, the, the pound signs are, are, are in lights, people are scrabbling to, to have associations with them, you know, and to waft money under their nose to say, well, you could, you know, build this school in Africa, and we will sponsor it. Um, and who knows where that, that money is coming from? Is it going to be transparent? Will they be publishing accounts for Sussex Royal? You know, I, I don't know the answers to these, and, and I don't think they do. They've been advised that they have this huge potential to launch themselves on the global stage. They've patented everything from you know, marketing events to bandanas and caps that they've... You know, which, 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 I, I understand that, but it protects them. But this, this, this just seems hugely rushed to me, and it seems as though it's been um, a, an activity of the heart rather than the head.
0: Um, one other question. Is, is Harry independently wealthy?
1: Yeah, I mean so Harry's worth probably about 30 million pounds. He he was left a huge chunk from his mother, his late mother's estate. Certainly he gets money from the Duchy of Cornwall from Prince Charles's um uh, wealth that he hands to uh, William and Harry uh, each year to pay for their travel, to pay for their uh, you know, their clothes, their wife's clothes, this sort of thing. And that accounts to I think it was, you know, just under 5 million pounds last year. Now the issue with that is as well. Is that again financial independence? They they're saying that they won't take the sovereign grant money, which l- um, relates to the money that was uh, used to do up their house. And again, so, sorry, jumping all over the place here, but they're, but then saying, oh, well, we don't need it anymore. Well, but they don't need it because it's just well, they've just paid nearly three million pounds to do their house up. So then the argument is from some some quarters is well, if you pay that money back, then you can live in the house, or if you pay rent, you can live in the house. If you, it, it, like you just said, that this financial independence is is such a woolly area. And speaking to people at the palace yesterday, even they didn't know how any how this would work. They had no idea of this where this term had come from. It certainly hadn't been raised. It hadn't been discussed about how it would work. And and I think that tells you a lot about the breakdown of uh, of their relationship with everyone.
0: So he doesn't actually even need the money from the Duchy of Cornwall, really. Like I mean, thirty million. How much money do you need? Thirty million quid. I would hope that you and I we would be able to live quite happily on that money for the rest at of least our lives for the year. <laughs> champagne for <laughs> breakfast darling every but day
1: again this is you know in one of the um meetings we had here earlier, it was one of the editors said how much how much money do they need what do they need it for and is uh, is this to then suddenly go and you know change thousands of people's lives in africa are they going to start building schools and hospitals and wells is this then going to be sponsored by google is it going to be the apple hospital in angola or whatever uh, and maybe they don't know the answers, but I think that they they should have really taken. The, I mean, this is a, this is a life event as well. It seemed she joined the she got married eighteen months ago, or they got married eighteen months ago, should I say? And and I, I just feel that certainly it could have worked. Certainly, it's a progressive move. The world has moved on. It's moving at a rapid pace. Um, potentially, there's some archaic uh, notions within the royal family and how it is operated. Um, but I think um, my feeling and I think the, the the overwhelming feeling at the Palace is this has been hugely, hugely rushed and as a result could be um, have devastating, damaging consequences.
0: Their website essentially had three sections. There yeah. was their kind of personal statement, which is what went out on the Instagram. There was an extended piece about the finances, which was... Um, I tried to read it on the train last night. It was really long and complicated and it it didn't really make it It much clearer at all, I didn't feel. Um, And then there was a section about the media um, where they kind of, you know, they clearly don't have a good relationship or they don't want to have to deal with the traditional media, I don't think, or certainly they want to, it to be on their terms. Um, Susan Snyder says, um, please explain what it means that they will no longer participate in the Royal Rotor system.
1: OK, so the Royal Rotor um, has been in existence, according to their website, for 40 years. I didn't think it was that long. But however, the Royal Rotor is an agreement which is between um, senior members of the royal family and members of the press, uh, the print press and the broadcast press, and the press association uh, that we are allowed to attend events to get up close and personal to listen to the people that they're talking to uh, to potentially interview those people if they've been at an engagement whether that be at a hospital or doing something with gareth thomas at the rugby uh, with hiv with harry that we did recently Um, and it really allows us to Deliver the news to deliver a, a real deep understanding of their work, um, their uh, the patronages, the engagements that they're taking on. Now, Harry and Meghan have sought to um, go on a different path. They have a huge following on social media. They have used that to their advantage and they believe that they don't need the um, assistance of the uh, the British the British press for any longer. Now, I think that is a really short, I mean, a lot of people will level this at me and say, obviously we would think that because we won't get to um, have anything to do with them anymore, whether that's UK. They haven't said whether we won't be invited abroad with them and their tours. But it's, it would be a huge shame, you know. There's, we have to talk about demographics here, and the people on social media might not necessarily read the newspaper, and vice versa. And the people who go on our website might not follow them on Instagram. And it's talking about, you know, a message putting out the the, the what work they're doing, how successful that is, um, and by seeing, by thinking, you could just do it on social media or by your own terms and do a glossy cover on Vogue magazine of somebody who you know would never never criticize you I just think that's that's a it's just very very short sighted in my view
0: yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they do continue to do royal engagements officially on behalf of the Queen or, you know, their patronages, which they've taken up on behalf of the Queen, will those still be governed by the royal rota, for example? I mean, I think I think there are quite a, a lot of people who think it's fairly laudable that they want to slightly expand the number of, of outlets course. that get no, access. No, not against it.
1: You know, they're talking about helping up and coming journalists, helping, um, you know, niche publications. But I think the reality is that they've just. Um, you can add that. You can add it, of course. And what's the what's the issue with um, you know allowing us? I, I, I don't think there's ever been a problem in my knowledge or any of the, my colleagues' knowledge ever been a problem of a uh, a reporter or a broadcaster being at a royal engagement and then favourably reporting what has happened afterwards. Because normally, you know, there there are engagements which are really really positive um like the hiv um engagements with with gareth thomas um, megan's all her new patronages that she was doing kate's back to nature program that's getting kids involved in being outdoors william and climate change charles planting trees all this sorts of stuff you can't just do it via social media i just think it's a very short-sighted um aspect of of how they want to
0: work so it'll be interesting to see how that evolves and their royal role that is kind of the key Mm. one of the key questions i mean uh, if i was the queen i'd be like oh my goodness how am i going to fill all of these jobs that i've got after i had to sack my son these two people that were going to be doing a load of work for me they're going to be living on the other side of the world most of the time their heart's clearly not really in it they want to do the ones that are that they really care about rather than oh i don't know whatever some uh less something that less fits with their interests but actually is really important to mm. a lot of other people they want to do the things that just matter to them um so some questions that we've had will harry have to go by his surname more um will they end up similar to the duke and duchess of S- of windsor banished for rejecting duty um wyeth jackson asking that will hm strip the hrh will prince charles decide what happens to his son and then angelique asking will they have a status similar to princess eugenie's um, will they be able to change it in the future when Charles or William becomes king? It's a strange situation. Well, it looks
1: as though that well, that may be the case that they want to become working royals. However, they are go You know, I don't think Eugenia and Beatrice trade on their titles much. They don't earn big money. You know, they may, they, they, it might be curry them some favour by working in an art gallery or being able to, um, you know, ha- have whatever jobs they have. But by trading on their global superstar status as HRH, you know, Duke and Duchess Sussex that's the issue who and um, we and we're going to see in the in the coming months and years of who they who they um who they start working with
0: cuz I usually B- Beatrice do give do get a rough ride sometimes and on occasion we have we we have given them a little bit of a rough ride but they don't they're not um you know, they're not really high profile kind of um putting themselves out there in a in a showy way. No. They they do occasional bits of fun with the, you know, the kind of magazine interviews and things and um give us I mean I have to say Princess Eugenie's Instagram is one of my favourite things. I think she does that. It's just it's quite human and she seems quite normal. I mean I'm sure her life is not very normal at all. And you know her her dad her parents that they have funded their kind of lifestyle yeah. a lot. They, they have a massive safety net. They're, no, you know, if they don't get the job in the gallery, they're not they're not going to be living on the streets. But. That and they they have chosen some things that they do actually care about, and actually seem quite to put quite a lot of effort into. You know, usually with the scoliosis and the um, I think the modern slavery things that she's she's interested in. I've seen her working. Bottom on.
1: line, right? Bottom line is this is unprecedented for the royal family, and it, for such um, a let's yeah, let's use the word progressive because that's what they that, how they see it. And I don't think that's un, you know unnecessarily untrue. I think that that could really work. Um, But for such a a seismic um, development in the royal family's history, this should have had a real cast iron plan. And it can't be, oh, well, we'll just go with it and we'll see what happens. It seems like this sort of very, very um, PR speak, blue sky thinking, well, we'll just roll with it and see what happens. Well, there's you know there's institutions there. and there's there's also the charities that will be panicking as well because h- how many patronages do they have how are they if they're not going to be in the UK half the time how are they, there's going to be a scrambling for their time if anything and, and, like and who's going to who, how are they going to actually r- relate to um, to the UK charities?
0: Um, Alex, asked, practically, how much less do you think we will see them?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's looking like half the time, half and half. And again, how does this uh, affect Archie as well with his schooling? I mean, are they going to once he goes to school, will they school him in the UK? Will they school him in Canada? That's a good, uh, you know, that's a real um, possibility now.
0: But that's a few years off, really, for them to have to start thinking about that. Yeah. I, but I, I g-
1: mean, it, it ha- when do you get a nursery when you're a kid? But you don't one, have to. Yeah, I suppose you go. To but n- but you go often it, you
0: go to nursery because your parents yeah. are going back to work.
1: Yeah, but well, so which is what you go at like one well or so even y- before. So in the UK, you but can, you can have nanny. up to a year of maternity leave essentially. Yeah. And the, the other thing I think is you know this security aspect is a real big issue because they were struggling to get people to move to Windsor for who work for the London Met- metropolitan police.
0: But here, Canada's nice. Well,
1: I mean, it looked gorgeous from what that picture with them. Um, I mean, to be fair, ben I went Archie. to Canada once. It was lovely. Just yeah. lovely. I've been to Canada. No, well, maybe N- I'll go. Maybe you'll go. <laughs> well, not not invited by them. That's no. this is for sure.
0: So I think there is also a question because Canada is part, you know, it's part the, the Queen and the Queen is head of state. Mm-hmm. So there is some suggestion that because of that, their status there would be different compared to if they were living in in the US. In the US, yeah. and then maybe it's more important that the security bill is picked up by mm. Granny mm. or oh, you and me. Yes, us um, and. You Know there is that question, and then I think someone I saw someone suggesting as well. You know, the w- if it if who is going to be providing that security is it going to be a private firm? Is it going to be, um, the, the be, services that is provided the, from be here? The
1: same. I mean, it'll be metropolitan police led, I would have uh, well imagined. And but then, you know, do I, I, who out of the Met wants to? I mean, these are guys, these are senior guys who have been around the block, right? They're not just straight out of uh, the Met Police Academy, they are um, distinguished um, policemen um who and women, perform and women who, prefer, who perform their roles and you know i don't know if there's a real appetite if if you can't get people to move to windsor to move to canada for 6 months of the year so it it, it seems very disruptive for for an awful lot of other people rather than yeah, no, and again th- let me just say i'm re- i'm not to- i'm not totally against this i just really am at a loss to describe how this has happened in the way that it has happened
0: so basically I think I think you and I are both kind of similar we think the print the principle of them working out what their role is and it being a bit different and it being not necessarily in the bubble mm-hmm. is is a good thing and probably something that they need to do at least for a degree of time but they've started it off on a really bad footing is that is yeah. that a fair assessment yeah, of the situation
1: you know I think it's very fair
0: um so what I mean what next? I mean I feel very sorry for the queen in all of this. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I mean there, she's had a lot on her plate recently. I mean got, with the Andrew um scandal, um Prince Philip going into hospital, um and now dealing, you know, not only dealing with all of that, dealing with the the fallout for between the Cambridges and Sussexes. Uh and now they've um you know, she's got her uh, uh, an adored grandson who is announcing that he no wants no longer wants to belong to the institution that she has worked absolutely tirelessly for decades to uphold.
0: I guess another part of the question in terms of how how much we will see them is where they are doing their work you know they get they could easily presumably if they wanted to get involved in a load of organizations in in canada or be traveling a lot to other things that um that matter to them that are part of their foundation and they're uh, they're promoting that work on their um you know on their social media accounts and it's it's a more sort of i guess nomadic life to, to a certain extent doing the doing the commonwealth work mm. which they signed you know they, they accepted various jobs from the queen which they've said that they're going to continue doing and Uh, is it widely accepted
1: that that is acceptable to just do your own work and have nobody you know um, examining it is it just is that acceptable that you you know if you were just producing work and telling your boss that everything was fantastic which is what they do on instagram and everything's rosy rather than someone looking into the nitty-gritty of how you're um, performing your duties is, is that acceptable i don't i think that that's the major issue here
0: Maybe I mean it may be that they're just catching up pr- with other propaganda. institutions. No, I
1: mean that's a strong word, but there, there is there are certain um, arguments to be levelled at them to say, guys, like, if you if you're going to, to to be members of the royal family and keep that lifestyle and keep um, trading on the names and the institution, then you need to be held up to account um, at times.
0: So then it's back to that question. Does does scrutiny matter? Like social media is something that has changed uh, for things for a lot of in- industries, you know, sports reporters, the way the relationship with yeah. um, football teams has changed over the last 20 years. You know, access cut back, cut back, cut back. And I do know that um, reporters, when they get banned from covering clubs, they're just like, well, we're still going to be able to cover it. Yeah. You know, it's, just, we'll actually find more interesting stories than the ones that you just want to feed us. Yeah. Um, so like, you've got Donald Trump wanting to not you know very much limit who he deems to be acceptable to, yeah. and certainly it seems like our new government is also you know ver- various Behaving elements like of our that, of yeah. our politics are giving trying
1: the, the, the opposition briefing notes and saying you you know you can't you can't, we don't want you to be involved here and that's exactly what's happening
0: because social media does create that feeling of you can have your own narrative absolutely you don't need anybody else to yeah. to say i mean But the difference is on social media, everybody does have their own narrative and we very much enjoy hearing from our listeners with their thoughts on it. Um, Anything coming up next week? I mean, you're going to be just busy. My head's in a spin. Look out.
1: (laughs) Nobody cares, I know. But no, I haven't. I got off this flight and I was thinking, oh, I get a nice early night. And then this happened. (laughs) And then this happened. Um,
0: One thing I would like to say, actually, is for our Australian listeners, because I know you've been out in Australia. I, have, I, have and I had um, a wonderful time
1: for the d- last three weeks spending it in Australia. And, um, you know, we have family out there uh, who have been evacuated from their homes last week from Kangaroo Island. I spent time on the Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast and have really seen some of the devastation up close. And, um, you know, our heart goes out to, to all the people who've been affected by it and the it tremendous bravery shown by all the firefighters and, the, you know, people in the communities who are, who are really, really struggling at the moment.
0: So, I, I'm, it is a terrible time down in Australia, but, um, you know, thoughts of people around the world for for all the good that that yeah. can do. I'm sure it doesn't and you feel can like much. Donate. We
1: donated when we were out there to the Australian Red Cross and it's like there's loads of um, uh, Celeste Barber's campaign has raised millions. I don't know what it's 24 million. It's 24 the million. Is it 24 million? Yeah, it was like, like just time. under 20 I last saw. So yeah, the, you, please do donate to it because watching um, some of the Australian networks out there who are also working tirelessly to, to put out information and uh, to, to, to tell the stories of the real sort of heroism and bravery um, uh, that is going on and um, and they need your help. So, uh, so do get in touch with them and donate what you can
0: um, so listeners welcome back that was the first episode of the year Russell thanks for joining us I know you've got another um, big media engagement look out for Russell on Twitter radio television everywhere over the uh, next and few your, weeks and
1: your and it, yeah,
0: Instagram and Instagram yes join us on year. at and oh the ex- one last exciting thing to finish with is we are nominated for the Best Lifestyle Podcast at the Ooh, Publisher Podcast Awards, yeah. which we're very excited about. Yeah. So please thank do keep you your fingers crossed for us. And this. thank you for all of your support. But Russell, I hope you get an earlier night tonight and I that there's yes. no more surprises. But yeah. I think there might be a lot more to come. Yeah. And it's interesting
1: times, so let's, let's just see what happens. Interesting
0: times indeed. But until next time... All save the Queen!